Hi everyone, I'm your host Tess from Spellbinding and you're listening to Everyday Witch, a show that helps you discover and unlock the magic within. Hello everyone, I am joined with Julia, who is the founder and creator of the Saged app, and I'm so excited she's here with me today, and could you tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and who you are? Yeah, for sure, I'm delighted to be here, thanks for having me. Yes, I'm the founder of Saged, it's a witchy spiritual mindfulness app that helps people stay connected to their own divinity and you know, make the life a little bit less mundane in the everyday. Um, my background is actually from the gaming industry. So I was a you know VP of product for, you know, computer games, mobile games for many, many years at like huge companies like Electronic Arts and stuff like that. And that was great. Uh, but I came to a point where I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to create these experiences, entertainment experiences that are like pulling people out of their world. And sticking them into like this fake experience in the games, you know, I just wanted to like not do that anymore. Like I call it steal people's time. So, you know, and for me, when I was going through my own like awakening journey and all that stuff, I'm like, I wish it was an app that could help me with all the things I'm going through. So there wasn't. So I felt like figured, why don't I create it? And that is sort of where Sage came from. And it's really designed to be like a quick check-in in your day, like. We don't want to steal your time. We want you to like go in, get your you know information in under five minutes, and then take that information, implement it in your day, and like go have an awesome like witchier life. So that's what we got cooking. I love that. That's so interesting that you started with the video games and then realized that it was taking people out of reality and created something to bring them back into the present moment. I think that's really amazing and creative. Um, was there something that inspired you to get more into spirituality in general that led to creating this app? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I had, um, you know, I, I was not necessarily living a really spiritual life for the longest part. Like I'm born in Sweden. It's a very secular place. And it's like even religion is just like not a thing. And it's all very science based and um, atheist, if you will. So it's, you know, it's. Historically, it is a very mythical place with like the Norse mythology and all that stuff. But when I was growing up, that was like, there was nothing. It was all like, well, the science says it's so, it's so. So it was just like, you didn't even dwell on these kinds of things. But then when I left Sweden and moved to California in the early 2000s, it's just like, was a very different approach to like, you know, the, the unseen and spirituality is like much more like, you know, prevalent here than what I had been used to. So I would say in my in my community, there was a lot of people who were really into it and like, you know, especially through plant medicine or um, healing or whatever. Like there was a lot of modalities that people were trying. And I came to some point that I'm just like, ah, to the heck with it. You know, on paper, my life is perfect. Like I have the husband, I have the nice home and my children and like great career and all the good things. But like I was just feeling so unfulfilled. I'm like, ugh this can't be it like is this my legacy like oh yeah my mom's a vp a product whatever game place like that's not enough that's not sort of what i want my children to remember me by like what the impact or the imprint on the world i want to have so for me it was a lot of just i guess a little ego driven also just like 
hold on a minute, like, what am I doing? This is not enough. Like we live this life. We want to do something, something bigger, something different. Um, and that's sort of what spurred, what spurred that. Now to lost my train of thought, by the way, what was your question? <laughs> um, it was just about like, what got you more into spirituality? Oh, yes. And that, are, yes thank you. Yeah, that inspired yeah. the app. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it, it, it was really just like that sense of not being super fulfilled, which also led me to, you know, try out, like talk to a bunch of men- mentors, like try the plant medicine, try all the things. And I'm like, whoa this is interesting. Like this is like an entirely sort of different view on life and life's possibilities than I thought was available to me. And, you know, something that really sort of, so there was a bunch of, it's like all very important people, like spiritual teachers, uh, mentors, all the things that just like really opened my eyes to the spiritual world and the witchier way of life. Uh, and that really, really just spoke to me and resonated. So for me, it was just like, wow, that's amazing. Like, but how do I now transition from my mundane life into that? Like, how can I make that transition? And, you know, I had like, you know, kids and family, the career, and like, I didn't have a lot of time. So for me, it was just like, I need to have something that's more like bite-sized that I can like hop in and hop out of easily. And again, that's sort of why my sage came about, just sort of like helped me with my own spiritual awakening in, in a format and, and, pace that worked with what I had going on yeah that's great plus it's like on your phone and a lot of people are afraid to have stuff around them or in their home that's you know might be woo woo and be judged for it so it's something really simple and easy that someone can do and no one else has to know about it that's right yeah exactly exactly if you can't like have a decked out altar in your house for whatever reason right then you can always have your, your witchy app on your phone that's all good yeah I think that's great and I love how your tagline is witchify your life is there something specific that that means to you or symbolizes to you yeah I mean it, it's really about stepping out of the mundane you know like how can you just put like a sprinkle of something magical into your into your life so for us, it's like, you know, the witch and the way we think about and use the word witch is like, we think everybody is a witch, like men as well. Like everybody has an inner witch. So it's really speaking to that kernel of magic that lives within all of us and just being able to activate that in a good way. So witchifying your life is just like, you know, just do something today to remind you of that you are, you know, you have those magical abilities. You are a witch, like go, go get it. <laughs> so for us, it's, it's really about just having done something in that day that uh, you sort of acknowledge that fact so for us that's sort of the the witchify and we do that you know the, the simple things we do in the app it's like a daily ritual that's really bespoke to like the energy of the day like we look at the elements of the zodiac for that day with the sun and the moon and also just like the wheel of the year and like okay what if this is a fire fire day what's a good ritual to do on a day like today to sort of really connect you with the natural elements because we're so disconnected from the natural world and the natural cycle. So like the more we can get people to, to really embrace that and understand where they are on the wheel of the year and understand like what's happening, what's this energy and like the better off we all are and like the more grounded you get and the more in tune with yourself you get. So that's sort of a really good um, portal into like witchifying your day. And um, that kind of goes perfectly into the next question, which is what does magic mean to you? Magic to me just means like uh, the synchronicities and serendipitous 
things that happen to you like it's like you know and, and also manifestation like things that you really want to have ha- have happen in your life and in your world and how they actually can come alive like that sort of creative tricks power if you will to me that's just that's a lot of the magic that I'm interested in um, but it's also of course it's nature and the earth itself it's just pure magic and awe. it is like whoa look at the sunset <laughs> you know <laughs> It's like magic is is everywhere. My my and one of my kids' elementary teachers say science is everywhere. Look at this, science is everywhere. But like I like to flip that. It's like no, magic is everywhere. You know, it's 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 everywhere. We just have to like stop and and just be present to it. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And it's so funny how different everyone's answers to that, but it's all along the same line of like, it's it's everywhere, it's all around us, it's in nature. So yeah, I love that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's not as difficult or it wouldn't be as difficult for you because you started, you, you worked in video games and everything, but was it difficult to create an app and what advice do you have for others that might be thinking about creating an app for themselves? Yeah, it is It is tricky. I mean, look, it might, the app is, that we've done, it's not like rocket science. You know, it's way more complex to create a game with levels and lots and lots of, you know, decision trees and all that stuff. This is a more sort of an easy to, to digest. So it can totally be done. Um, it's expensive to create an app, <laughs> you know, unless you can do it yourself. Um, so if anybody's really thinking about it, I would probably urge them to not start with an app, uh, but maybe start with a website or like a social media thing and try to sort of conjure audience from there. And then once you have like some sort of traction on audience, then build the app. So I did it a little bit uh, as backwards, if you will, um, with starting the app first. But that was just because I know how to make them. And I'm like, well, you know, I was. And here's the thing, like I was so, so driven by this, like, inner fire and like guidance that I like I had to do it like this was something that I just had to do and I wasn't quite sure exactly what the app was going to be like it's been evolving ever since so for me it was just like okay it's like this continuous uh, continuous iteration creative process that's unfolding like I still don't know exactly what the end state is looking like which is part of what, what I think is fun but I that's very personal for me and also having had like you know 20 years in that business so and coming, you know, being able to apply a lot of my learnings throughout my career onto my own business, which if I hadn't known, I would have been terrified, you know? So I would say like, not for the faint of heart to start an app business. Um, there's so many other ways where you can, for cheap, you know, get an audience. And once you have like an audience and you have somebody to upsell to, then you can start there. Um, it's difficult to uh, be found on the app stores. There's so much, many apps and so much content. Um, and if you don't have like a big budget, then it's hard. Yeah, I think that's great advice because I think a lot of people think it's actually easy to create an app and that it might be a good way to go, but don't realize how much goes into making an app and how difficult it actually is. Yeah, I mean, yes, there's also the things like, you know, just Apple will all of a sudden change something and now you have to go and retool your whole app to sort of work with that requirement. And it's like it's constant updating, constant, like you're constantly on the hook for 
for doing stuff and like it's just a lot <laughs> but you know so yes not for the faint of heart yeah do you have a favorite service that you offer in the app I love our daily rituals, you know, they're bespoke for the day, you know, so like we have a um, team of writers that are like experts in like astrology and yoga, mindfulness, witchy stuff, and just like they just come together and they write like this really potent daily rituals and it's all based on like, and this is what's like my, what I needed for myself is just like I need something that's short and fast and something I can do so I feel like I did something in my day. So for me, that's sort of the the pinnacle of Sage. It's really, it's really those like daily rituals. They're so good. Yeah, I think that's what scares a lot of people is when you talk about like a ritual and it's a two hour long thing. So to make them really simple and easy is the best thing because that I think is the most terrifying thing is when it's like, oh, you have to sit there for two hours and what are you supposed to do, you know? <laughs> right. Totally. I'm like, I don't have time. Let's see. Yeah, exactly. What are we going to do? Unless it's going to be a scary ritual. Like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a big thing, really. Just like five minutes of it and then you're done and you feel like, oh my God, I actually did something for myself today. So it's like my witchy self-care. Check that off the list. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, can you talk a little bit about like the differences between the premium and the free version? Because there's a free version, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of the sort of meditation and mindfulness apps are like just subscription, like Headspace, Calm and all that stuff. You think they're free, but they're really not. There's really nothing available to you as a free user. So I hate that. I think that's just false marketing. Um, so our daily ritual is free. Every day you can come in and you can do the daily ritual for free. There's also a gratitude practice you can do that's free. Um, there's always a couple of articles that's free every day. Uh, there's there's a whole um, category of, of content that's totally free. There's like hundreds of things to do for free users. It's a whole community for. So there's a ton to do for free. Our premium service is really for those who want to go a little deeper. So the premium offering, you know, unlocks the whole app first and foremost. It's like 3,000 articles, videos, classes, posts, master classes on spirituality and like witchy stuff. So that's amazing. But the key pieces is it's a daily curated meditation that you get as a premium member. You also get access to all the live classes and moon ceremonies that we do that are live. So you can come to them live or you can stream them later. And we have like hundreds of these classes available, like and anything from sort of inner child healing to witchcraft 101. Like there's this, this whole gamut of, of world-renowned teachers who have come to Sage to, to give classes and these types of things. So Premium members get those to watch at their, their heart's content. And then they also get a lot of other stuff outside of the app, you know, like ebooks and guides and, you know, sewing guides and whatever, just like to help support like the wheel of the year as we go through it. So, but, you know, we do care a lot about this. We want there to be a good free offering every day. So there's, there's a lot of that, but it's also like for those who are ready to go a little deeper, premium is the way. Okay. That's great to know. And yeah, I love that you have a free version where people can still get the rituals and everything and just test it out if they want to. Um, another question that I have is your company is named Saged. And I was wondering if you could talk about what that means and why you decided to name your company that. And if you ever get negative feedback or 
anything along those lines for that being the name of your company? Yeah, totally. So the first, what I wanted to call the app was actually the smudge. I wanted to call it because I wanted to be like an energetic smudge of like coming in, setting your energy straight, you know, and just like feeling cleansed and like ready, like upgrading your levels of energy, upgrading your frequency, like upgrading vibration, like to really have it be be that. So originally it was the smudge, but then like eh, that didn't feel quite right in terms of like. Uh, native practices and all the things right so I sat with that for a long time because I felt like you know this is a digital thing like it's not nobody's burning white sage here like that's not happening it's just you know a statement for an energetic transition in your life but I ended up with sage because I feel like not only does it speak to to that kind of transformation that a smudge actually gives you but also the wisdom in the app is coming from sages, like the wisdom keepers, right? So it's a, a duality in the name of both like something akin to sort of an energetic upleveling with a smudge or using sage or whatever to burn burn herbs. And then you also have the wisdom coming from sages. So I liked that and we have been sticking with it. I have actually not gotten a whole lot of um flag for that we also checked with a bunch of uh native american wisdom keepers like elders and nobody like had any problems with it like the constant message we were getting was just like that's cool that's amazing we're so happy that you're making this app uh and you should know our community has a whole other lot like more serious and worse problems to deal with than that like we don't care so having gotten that sort of to be a okayed by them it was like great okay because I don't want to step on anybody's on anybody's toes and it's also like the fact that just also funneling uh profits back to help the the first nation tribes is also a big thing because to their point like we have so many freaking problems like white sage is that yes that's a bummer but it's not like it's that it's not the key point for us like we're barely freaking surviving like look at this the state of our lives look at all the treaties that have been broken like there's so much on the list of things that we need to help fix that this was just like not not something that they felt like if anything was just like encouragement and like good job thank you for trying to do something and help people out so i you know i have some hardliners to be like saging is a closed practice and blah 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 and i'm like sure but we're also not burning any white sage here and you know so whatever in a way yeah yeah well it's a really hot topic i feel like right now with white sage and smudging and all of that and you shouldn't use smudge because it's like a sacred ritual and so I was just wondering if you've gotten a lot of yeah. negative feedback about it, but saged can also mean like saged wisdom. You know, it doesn't have to mean like you're saging a room. So that's why I was wondering about the meaning too, because someone could take the meaning in a different way than, you know, what you intended it to mean. Totally. Exactly. I mean, I'm, and I don't want to like, we, we are playing with the duality. It's just like, it is sage wisdom. And it is the fact that you, a saging is a tradition in some cultures and, mind you not necessarily just earmarked for the first nations but like even in sweden where i'm from we do the same thing so like it's in every culture we burn stuff we do smudge it's in this it becomes more semantics the smudge smudging or saging or whatever like 
it is something that most cultures around the world actually do um, to create to create like sacred space or to cleanse and uh, and so on. So I think that it's interesting, and I hate the fact that white sage is over harvested. That's just crazy. Like then it's just been taken to proportions like out of control. It's really about like, hey, I mean, I grow some sage in my backyard. Like, just grow it in your own house and dry it yourself. You don't have to like, go buy a bundle anywhere. Just like grow anything that like is native to your surroundings, dry it and use that. It just works just as well. So we also try to teach people a lot about other alternatives. Like we we have a subscription box with uh, items that you can you know subscribe to and get to your house. We never have white sage in there. If anything, it might be juniper or like stuff, lavender or things that are like readily available and not like uh, over harvested or, you know, so that people who have that as a tradition have easily access to it continuously. Well, I just think that like white sage is the most well-known thing, but there's so many things you can burn like mugwort, you know, rosemary, all that stuff. So I think that's great. You include other stuff and teach about other techniques that people can use. Um, since Sage is all about teaching others, do you have advice for someone who's new to spirituality or witchcraft? Yeah, I mean, get saged. <laughs> it's really, it's really designed to help people out who are just starting on their journey and just like, whoa, what's going on? Like, how can I, where, what should I be doing? Where do I start? So for us, it's uh, really about helping people out, about just doing something every day. And there's like community forums. You can ask questions about how do I work with the moon? How do I make a love spell? Like there's just people in there that are very eager and active and and willing to help. And then, you know, for me, like one of the biggest things to do when you're new to all the things is to start working with the moon. It's such a great guide in terms of, aligning yourself with nature cycles aligning your life aligning your creation aligning your rest with the moon so that to me would be like the first thing just really pay attention to when is the new moon in particular and full moon in particular right so those two two points um in your month and just like okay great when it's the new moon i start my new projects i set my intention for the cycle ahead i'm like thinking about what i need for my life or for my work or for career whatever it is and then in the full moon, you release and let go of the stuff that no longer serves you so that you can, can start create a new for the next new moon. So personally, for me, that was like one of the biggest changes uh, that I did that was like the big aha moment. You know, having worked in like a male dominated industry for so long, it's just like, I, you know, the expectation on me was to be like constantly creative. Like my output had to be the same every day and I just couldn't you know I'm just like no this is I I can't and then working with the moon just understand like oh and I'm not supposed to like there is this time for rest it's time for like pondering this time for letting things go like you, we can't just keep outputting at this at the same way so that feels that felt really good to me and that's sort of like you can go deeper in so many different ways, but just like paying attention to the moon is a big one. I love how you talk about the cycles and how, you know, you have to change. You have to like not be creative all the time and that's okay. Like self-care is super important. And obviously in your app, you talk about self-care. Yes, absolutely. Self-care is huge. Uh, it's really, and it's really about just taking time for yourself. Just like, 
put the pause button. Press pause. Okay, I'm actually going to do care about me for a minute. I mean, I just, it's easy. Most people just get so uh, entrenched in other people's lives, concerns or whatever that we just put our own needs and things aside. But we can't do that anymore. Like you have to take better care of yourself. And it doesn't have to be, again, like it doesn't have to be like, oh, I have to take a two-hour bath and then, you know, walk backwards 10 times in a circle and chant. Like, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Like it can be, be, be much easier. And it, it just the, the a notion of like you have to fill your own cup, cup before you can give to others. Like that is something I have to still have to uh, remind myself of, you know, especially with two young children. I'm like, my cup's empty. <laughs> like I need to like remove myself and fill it up before I can like be like an awesome person so it's crucial yeah do you have any advice for like um someone who's an entrepreneur and work-life balance especially like if you're in the spiritual community yeah you know work-life balance is just so important I mean you have to be doing things that fill you up, like that light your fire. So first off, it's like, is your work lighting your fire? Great. Good for you. If not, then freaking reconsider what you're doing because it's it's such a big part of our lives. Like if it's not feeding you, it's not serving you. So that was something for me, like my career had been feeding me for a very long time. Like, and I was very happy, but then I sort of reached my goal. Like I had my eye on this title or like to some of the accomplishments and when I got there I'm like all done like I'm I'm done like this is now it's just like pain to be here <laughs> I can't want to be here anymore so get out um so so that would be the first thing like what is your work and how do you feel about your work so if you love your work amazing then you also still have to don't let that consume you though, right? So then you have to be like, oh, I love what I'm doing so much. I just want to keep doing it. Oh, I'm doing it all the time. Like I can find myself in that bucket quite a bit because I really enjoy my work and my it's so much fun right, right now. But then it's more like, well, I also have this other <laughs> life <laughs> that I need to take good care of. So it's really about finding a balance. And um but I think it to me, and that's like a luxury problem, man, because like, oh my God, I'm having so much fun doing my work. Oh, and I'm also loving doing my life and, you know, having, enjoying that part of school. So like, how can I, how can I do both in a healthy way? I'm a stern believer in like finding work that feels like it's not work is the key to it, like a happy life. And then finding a way to work as little as possible, you know, doing what you love. So. My guiding light is like the four hour work week. I don't know if you read, read the book, but I'm like, ah, oh, that's my aspiration. Do what you love, but you only do it for four hours a week. <laughs> and then you, you enjoy your life and you like feel very fulfilled. That to me sounds like what I'm, my aspiration to what I want, would like to get to. Yeah, that would definitely, that would be great. <laughs> yes. The last question I have is how I close every episode and it's what's something magical that happened to you this week? And it can be something nice, something actually magical, a synchronicity, basically whatever you want. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I was in a place called Sea Ranch. I don't know if you're familiar. It's like up the North Coast in California. It's like this beautiful, pristine, coastal 
community um, where like all the architecture is like really intentional. It's not supposed to sort of blend in with environment. So it's like, it's just beautiful. Like it's so nice. And I had recently lost my, my stepdad and I was just walking, took like a solo walk on like on the bluffs of this beautiful place. And I just felt him walking next to me and I'm like, wow, you're here. That's so cool. And I just really could feel what it was like taking walks with, with him, you know, which I've done since I was nine. And it's just like, oh, you know, you're not in the physical world, but you're still here and we're still going for a walk. And it was just like, we had this conversation that left me so joyous. And I'm like, that, that was magical. So just like having that powerful, uh, you know, environment and nature just felt so strong and so pristine. And then having the presence of like a spirit that strong was just like, you know, it's like awe. I was just, I just felt awe and joy. And I'm like, wow, that, that was, you can't make this shit up. <laughs> like it felt so good. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love that. Um, well, thank you so much for being on and I'll have links to everything, the website, the app, so people can download it and check it out. And I really enjoyed having a conversation with you. Thanks so much for having me. This was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Julia, who is the founder of the Sage app. Make sure you check out the app. There will be links in the show notes. Make sure to follow Everyday Witch Pod to stay up to date. Also rate and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for listening and don't forget you are magic. Bye.